0: Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insight from business owners. Hi, my name is John Cassie rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I'm your local federation of small business me- membership advisor, meeting and supporting businesses from all industries. And today I had the pleasure to talk to David. David Harris, how are you doing?
1: I'm very well, thank you. How are you?
0: Yeah, fabulous. So thanks for joining us.
1: My pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, right. So tell me a little bit about your business and how you got started.
1: Right. So um, so I um, own with my wife a company called Want to Create. So we're a marketing, creative and web agency. Um, so a, a real full service agency. We do everything in-house uh, and we're working with customers predominantly in Hampshire, but we do work nationally and we have some international customers as well. So as far as Australia, believe it or not, which is kind of weird. (laughs) Um, And um, so how I got started was uh, I used to be the head of uh, new media for a company called Inchcape Fleet Solutions. And um, back in 2002, I had this Fantastic idea of going freelance, moving to Spain and kind of like sitting on the beach and doing a couple of jobs a year for English customers. And um, I must have just been really ahead of my time because, um, or, uh, because when I went there, everybody wanted to see me in person. You couldn't do um, anything remotely, really. It just didn't work. Right. So I realized, I realized after about six months that I'd been the longest period of time I'd managed to stay in Spain without having to come back to the UK was 10 days.
0: Well, that's a lot of travelling.
1: Uh, yes, it was a lot of travelling. And I'd literally sold up lock, stock and barrel. So every time I was back in the UK, I was like sleeping on my parents' sofa and stuff. So um, came back to the UK, ended up going limited company in 2004, two years later, uh, and then roll on to 2020. And um, there's uh, 13 people that work at one to create now and um weirdly if i'd had the idea today i could have probably stayed in spain because um, i mean especially with lockdown with everything being done with video video and over the phones but we really struggle we've got these beautiful offices in droxford it's like a converted flint barn and we struggle to get customers to even want to come to the office and see the office
0: whereas yeah
1: whereas back in uh, 2002 when i set up um I was working from home and I had people that worked for me working from home as well. And like, it was always a problem that we didn't have an office. So um, there you go. (laughs) go.
0: That's life for you, isn't it? Sometimes.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Hey, so, so what, what has been your biggest challenge or learning that you've had uh, setting up this business apart from the um, travel and
1: uh... yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, there's been a few actually, um, probably one of the biggest learning um, activities I had is that um, I was very fortunate in the early years of Want to Create in that the company that I used to work for ended up hiring my agency um, and then we ended up in a position where we were doing so much work for them that it was actually very hard to to do work for other customers because we were just like ridiculously busy um, supporting them, and then in two thousand and twelve, so ten years after I sort of set up, the managing director of that company retired, and a new person came in. They had their own agencies, and and all of a sudden we were like, oh, all these contracts you've got with us now are going to be the the last ones, and so I really had all my eggs in one basket. So that was that was a that was a massive uh, shock for me and it's something that when i talk to people that are setting up businesses i always say to them you know whatever you do do not stick all of your eggs in one basket um because it's too dangerous having one customer that equates to so much of your 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 turnover and revenue and it um, easily happens doesn't it it's uh, yeah i mean, it I mean it it's not something it's not something that i deliberately did it's no. just you know they kept giving us work and giving us work and asking us to do more things um, and then you reach that position where they're such a big customer that other customer work suffers because you're working on another customer's work. And then a, an emergency happens for your huge customer. And, and obviously, you just naturally want to look after them because they're bringing in so much of your revenue.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so we had to literally in 2012, we had a year left on our contracts in 2012. So over that year, we had to kind of reinvent ourselves Um and so we've got a really nice diversified client base now. So we work with um, small, medium and very large customers across all sorts of different industries, um, which obviously is a much more sensible and a much safer approach to, to, to running a business. Yes.
0: So what would you say if we, there's somebody there, they're, maybe they're just starting out and they're looking to promote their company, What would be one of the first things that they should focus on to get the word out there?
1: To promote their business. Yes. So the first thing I would say um, to them is make sure that you have a good website because whatever you do to promote yourself, the majority of people that become aware of you, that's the first place they're going to go. Yes. Um, And you only get one chance to make a, a, a good first impression. So, Um, I definitely think, well, I advise customers all the time when I meet them to make sure that they have a really good website. And I have actually said to customers that have come to me for, say, search engine optimization, and you look at their website and go, well, listen, it's all very well getting your website found, but this website is not going to help you sell. So, you know, you've got to go back to the basics and get that right. So once you've got – so assuming that you've got a really good – effective web presence Um, things like uh, being found in search is very important obviously if a person types into a search engine your product and service and they find you they're a very very hot lead so not every sales inquiry is created equally so um, I'm a massive believer in um, SEO being a real the real foundation if all you've got the the money to do is get a good website and do seo that's what you should be doing excellent Um, then uh, on top of that the next layer of marketing should be um, social media because it's great for brand awareness and i think it's very important when you're considering marketing i i I use that that phrase to then layer i i kind of think of marketing in layers of things that you should be doing right if you've if you've got an unlimited budget you know, if you think of like the, going to an ice cream parlor and having loads of different scoops of ice cream, if you've got an unlimited budget, you know, you're sitting there with that huge, enormous ice cream with all, every every flavor that's there. Um, but if you don't, then I think uh, SEO definitely, then social media, um, and then networking, uh, both online and offline. So, so social selling is another thing that we do a lot of at Want to Create. Right. Um, having a presence on LinkedIn, which I'm guessing is how you found me to ask me to do this. Yes. Um, podcast. So, you know, that, that works really well because obviously you've become aware of me. I'm now doing this. People will hear this. More people will become aware of me. Um, so th- those would be the, 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 the top three things to be doing. And the great right. thing about that is the social media and the social selling. Most people can do themselves if they have the time. Yes. The SEO, you really need to leave to the experts because right. that's a really complicated thing to do well. But you know, social. So you've social.
0: mentioned SEO a couple of times there, and I'm sure most people have heard of it. But f- for maybe there's a few people that have heard the term but got to the point where they can't ask any longer, what does that mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, right.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, sorry. So, SEO is short for search engine optimization, and the, SEO is basically the activities that you do on a regular basis to get as many keywords and phrases that are relevant to your business as high up in Google or any other search engine as you can. So if you think of, you know, if these days, if people have a need for something, they tend to jump onto a computer. You know, I say Google, because Google's like 94% of of, of of searches are done on Google. So it's a very important search engine to be found on. And you're going to type something in like web design agency in Hampshire. You know, if, you, and, if and if you're then on page one of Google for that search criteria, and they find you, and that's what you do, you know, so when people search for us and they find us for that, we are a web design agency. We're based in Hampshire. They're a very hot lead for us because we do exactly what they're looking for.
0: Yes. All right. So it makes sense. There seems to be a kind of a flow going through then. So before you're found, you want to make sure you, your website's good. And that means absolutely. it sells what you do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You ne- it, need, it needs to look good it needs to work on on every device so phones tablets um macs pcs all the different browsers it needs to have good clear sales messaging it has to have a great user journey so people can easily find what they're looking for when they hit your website Uh, and really if you do that you've got a a 24-hour day sales tool um, that you then want to drive traffic to and and market because that is going to become one of your primary sales channels is your website
0: Excellent. and then the rest of it is not kind of icing on the on the ice cream, if you like, or the sprinkles
1: uh, yeah absolutely, yeah, absolutely I mean there there'll be people out there that will 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 go on there's every part of marketing is important, and it is yes um, but I'm just sort of thinking if you have limited budgets, good website being found in search and then a presence on social media, you're ticking a lot of boxes, yes. Uh, uh, there, there are obviously other things you can do telesales you can do direct mail campaigns you can go to business shows there's all sorts of things you can do and all these things are great um but you're going to get your biggest bang for your buck with the with a good website the seo and the social media in my opinion
0: yes well that makes a lot of sense so if there's somebody listening to this and they've got a need for one of your services whether it's seo or the the networking social networking the social media how do they contact you david
1: Right. So um, you, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, you, you, I'm pretty easy to find there. I'm doing, uh, I am doing. I normally do a lot more on LinkedIn than I've been doing recently. But because of lockdown, I'm spending a lot of the the daytime hours looking after my daughter. And then I'm working kind of really weird hours. So I've, I haven't been as active on LinkedIn as, as I have as, as I'm normally. But I you know how that on, feels. Yes. Yeah. I think we all do don't we um you can find um my my company website is www.12create.co.uk so it's o-n-e the number two create.co.uk um and then if you hit that website you'll see all of the different things that we do and you can look through our portfolio and our company contact details are on there as well so th- th- those would be the best ways to reach out to me if if you're interested
0: excellent so thank you ever so much for sharing a bit of your story and a little bit uh, give us some advice on how to promote our business
1: oh it's absolutely my pleasure thanks for having me
0: oh it's been it's been great thank you thank you and if you know of any other business or business owners that would be a great guest please do send them my way and until next time i'll see you then
1: okay bye-bye
0: bye The Federation of Small Businesses, with practical help for business owners such as the FSB Workplace Pensions. Straightforward, cost-effective solution that has been designed to help small businesses ensure their pension scheme is fully compliant. Key features include rescue service, review service and payroll services. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.